are for those who want to move in a new way in the realm of the Spirit. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another revival hour. We thank you for your grace, your love, your might and power. We thank you for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the mightiness of your name and your power. And we thank you for your name which is above all names. Father, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Father, we are gathered before you, open our understanding. Lay your hands upon us by the power of the God of Elijah. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Today in our revival hour, we're going to listen to this message which has blessed many lives. God bless you in Jesus' name. Tonight, we're looking at an important topic. And as many people as are here and are not satisfied with your current position and location, this is a message to catapult you from where you are to where you should be. And I'm praying for such a tonight. That may they not depart without the anointing for promotion coming upon their life. Let your amen be loud and clear. A lot of people meant for the top. Who know they are meant for the top? Have somewhat found out that they keep going to the bottom. A lot of people who inside them know that they are targeted to the top. Just in a mysterious way, your spine is already back. Then strangely, they find others they are a lot better than are at the front. And they stand at the back. It's a mystery. Some are struggling to keep up with the race of life. Some have fought battles all their days. As children, they fought. As teenagers, they fought. As adults, they are fighting. Some have even become old. Even at the old age, they are still fighting. I'm praying for some. At any battle that does not want to give you peace, shall backfire on the sender. In the name of Jesus. A servant for the man. One of the greatest challenges in life is to stay in the race when others are picking the lead. They are well ahead of you. It's a great challenge. One of the greatest challenges in life is to stay in the race when in your own mind you think you're already very late. Late. Everything others are doing on time is late. One of the greatest challenges in life in life is staying in that race when you think you are very late. But as a message of hope from heaven, if the enemy has consigned you to the back, there is still a way out. You can form a covenant with God and claim what I'm calling the Paris of Pharaoh's anointing. We'll go there now. You see what I mean by Pharaoh's or Paris anointing? Tonight, God can reconfigure and remove and rearrange and push a person who has been completely written off to be a point of decoration and celebration. Please listen carefully. 
to this deep scriptures we are going to read. Genesis chapter 38, I read from verse 27. Genesis 38 from 27. If you are say yes. Genesis 38 from 27 to 30. Genesis is not too far from Revelation. <laughs> verse 28. Now let's see for 27. And it came to pass in the time of a travail that behold, twins were in a womb. And it came to pass when she travailed that the one put out his hand and the midwife took and bound upon his hands his colored thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass as he drew back his hand that behold, his brother came out. And she said, did you break through? How has thou broken forth? This breach be upon thee. Therefore his name was called Paris. And afterward came out his brother that had his scarlet thread upon his hand, and his name was called Zara. Twins in the womb. During delivery, not like our days, when there is a scanning machine, nobody knew what is going on. There were twins. The mother who is busy and being in labor we may not even know what is going on most times. And if there were twins, the rule is that whoever came out first is the elder. So one brought out hand. And midwives quickly tied a scarlet thread upon that hand so that they would recognize the elder. But instead of this person who brought out his hand to come out of the womb, he withdrew the hand back into the womb. And immediately he withdrew his hand back into the womb, his brother came out. The one that came out is the Paris. That's the name. Broke forth. So much that the midwife said, How did you do it? How did you break forth? We're talking about that Paris anointing tonight. The Paris anointing. That's actually the topic of this message. Now, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 3. Matthew chapter 1, verse 3. This is talking about the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us see, out of Perez and, and Zerah, who was in the line of Jesus? Out of those twins. Three, verse three. And Judas begat Perez and Zerah of Tamar. And Perez begat Ezron. And Ezron begat Aram. And Aram begat Abinadab. And so on and so forth. So the line of our Lord Jesus Christ came from the Paris man. The one that came out later. We've seen a little bit about Paris here. Let's look at a little bit of one offspring of Zera. In Joshua chapter 7. Joshua chapter 7 verse 1. Joshua 7 1. Somebody had done something wrong and let's see what happens. Let's see the family that he came from. Joshua chapter 7, verse 1. Are you there? But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. For Achan, the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took up the accursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. It was the offspring of Zerah, that one that put out his hand. The offspring of that Zerah was Achan. Achan came from that tribe. 
Now we've read three scriptures. Then begin to tie together these three scriptures for you now. So you can draw some valuable lessons that will lead us into prayers here tonight. Abraham had eight children. One from Sarah, called Isaac. One from Agar, the housemaid, called Ishmael. Later, Abraham married a black woman called Keturah. And for Keturah, there were six children. If you want to read about Keturah, you'll find it in Genesis 25. Out of all these eight children, God picked Isaac as a line of the Messiah. Isaac had two sons, Jacob and Esau. Esau came from the line of Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons. Out of those 12 sons, Esau came from the line of Judah. This Judah now impregnated a woman called Tamar. Was this Tamar that was trying to deliver the twins? And first child came out with the hand and they tied a scarlet ribbon on the hand only for him to withdraw back inside. Then the brother now came out called Paris. And the midwife said, How did you break through? What happened? How did you break through? There is somebody listening to you. Your breakthrough shall shock and surprise your friends. In the name of Jesus. And very soon, your identity shall become a glorious controversy. In the name of Jesus. Those who have mocked you in the past, they shall announce your celebration. In the name of Jesus. And that enemy that has been sitting on your pool's can laughter shall scatter by thunder. In the name of Jesus. And any evil chair that the enemy has constructed to keep you stagnant shall catch fire. Shall catch fire. Shall catch fire. In the name of Jesus. Your breakthrough shall daze all your enemies. And the miracle of how they did happen shall manifest in your life. It shall manifest. 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 In the name of Jesus. Then every witchcraft siren that is slowing down your star shall be buried alive. And the Almighty God will lift you up to where no man can pull you down. In the name of Jesus. And every blockage arresting your breakthrough shall be shattered by the blood of Jesus. The breakthrough of how did it happen? Receive it now. Receive it. 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 In the name of Jesus. So two people, Perez, Zara, Perez, Zara, Perez, Zara. Zara was the one that came out first, and they put scarlet ribbon on the hand, only to withdraw for Perez to come out, and for the midwife to say, "How did you break through?" What does Zara stand for? It stands for those who shine early in life. They shine so, so early, apparently without any sweat. The name Zerah had to do with the sun anyway. Zerah represents 
those who want to steal the show and lead ahead of others. Zira represents those who go out and bribe or buy leadership to get recognized. Zira represents those who want to get ahead by all means, whether crook or nail. Zira represents those who manipulate their ways to the top and kick others behind. Zira represents those who push themselves to leadership position. That's what Zira represents. Zira started first by putting out his hand. The problem is this. In normal delivery, childbirth does not start with the hand but the head. So to stay ahead, we must come head first. Here was Zera. He was behind, but he tried to steal leadership. Here was Zera. He tried to shine ahead of his time. Here was Zera. He put out his hand, but it was a false representation. Here was Zera. He put out his hand when he was not even supposed to put out anything at all. And he was recognized. They quickly put a scarlet ribbon on his hand. His cheating was recognized. They are stealing the show and he was recognized for stealing the show. So beloved, sometimes in life, you find people who are doing the wrong, wrong things, but in your mind you see them as if they are going ahead, they are making progress. So as if they are getting recognized. We have even seen Christians saying that why is it that we are serving God but those who are not serving some believers, they seem to be making much progress. Sometimes in life, find that you are trying to do the right thing but no one recognizes you. But somebody who is a crook, is using the crooked means to get results. They are just like Zera. Zera too was recognized. Not only was he recognized, he was declared the winner. May all Zeras who have stolen your position clear away now and hand over to you. We shall hand over to you. We shall hand over to you. In the name of Jesus. May all witchcraft Zerah that have become your spiritual substitute in the spirit realm and all the blessing that is meant for you, they show up to collect it. May those Zerah be buried alive now. In the name of Jesus. Zerah took the lead, but it could not sustain the advantage. The lie, the deception could not be sustained. And unexpectedly, suddenly, the person relegated to number two came out. The nurse said, how did you break through? So Fares was Mr. Breakthrough. His name also meant bridge. He's making an opening by constant hammering. This is where you now listen to me very carefully. The God of Perez can fetch people from behind and take them to the front. The God of Perez can go into a situation and the person they have neglected, abandoned, saying this one cannot make it, will just convert that zero to hero. That the God of Perez. There is somebody here tonight. You need to connect with the anointing of that Perez so that the God of Breakthrough shall visit you in the name of Jesus. That God shall touch you here tonight. Let your amen be loud and clear. Let your amen be loud and clear. So in life, you always find a zero who will run ahead of you. 
I raise my voices like thunder tonight. Receive the parents anointing. In the name of Jesus. Receive it, receive it, receive it. In the name of Jesus. God will bring you from behind. And people will wonder, how did you break through? The Zera that is still holding your certificate shall be forced to release it. If you understand what I'm saying tonight, shout hallelujah. By Zera, we are referring to position robbers. We're talking about virtue robbers. We're talking about star hijackers. We're talking about opportunity stealers. We're talking about exploiters. We're talking about side trackers. We're talking about manipulators. We're talking about destiny diverters. We're talking about star assassins. That's what we mean by the spirit of Zera. May this spirit lose their power over your life. In the name of Jesus. In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 8. Are you there? Listen to it. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And better is the patient in spirit than the proud in spirit. Is that in your Bible? And all these together, everybody, let's go. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And the patient in spirit is better than the proudest. Can you read it again? So, the Bible says, the end is better than the beginning thereof. Those who are patient in spirit, they will get there. For those who are proud in spirit, they will not get there. Those who with pride are just trying to see the limelight, they won't get there. Those who are patient, they will get there. Listen very clearly. Listen, beloved. Starting early on any journey does not imply that you will finish first. Starting late does not mean you will finish last. The Bible says the battle is not for the strong, neither the race for the swift. If they say, get on your mark, get set, go. And it's your genius sister that took off first. While you are still struggling, she's already married. And because of that, you are busy harassing your own mind. Because the person took up first does not mean it will win you. Try and understand this, beloved. Never confuse starting early with finishing first. Because recognition of men is not the recognition of God. Starting late does not mean you will finish late. And never in your life must you judge a person's performance by the late start. There are some people who start early in life and then they start moving progress. We see such people. But as some people, initially it's as if they're not there. It's as if they will never get there. But all of a sudden, they pick up and off they go. I want you to understand this very well. God himself is an expert at using the unlikely. And those that you don't think can even make it. Those that have been completely written off. He's an expert at rearranging and reconstructing their lives. 
Perhaps you want to get married on time, you are not married on time. You want to have children on time, but you don't have the children on time. It doesn't mean that you are going to come last. Look at your Bible very, very well. Look at it and study your scripture very, very well. Penina began to have children before Anna. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But read your Bible well now. We don't even know the names of those children. We don't know what has become of them. If they were of any importance, the Bible would have recorded what they did. But just one Samuel, one Samuel, was more than the 2,000 of the children that others could have. So God is still in that business. You need to connect to that parents' anointing and stop working with other people's clock. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. Open your Bible there. God has a football team. A football team, a winning team. Strange players in God's football team. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. If you are there, say yes. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen, number one, the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Number two, God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Number three, and base things of the world, is number four, things which are despised, have God chosen. Yea, and things which are not, to bring to not things that are. God goes of his way to pick the unlikely. Four footballers in his own club. Number one, the foolish. Those who doesn't know how to speak English, he doesn't know how to go to school, he doesn't know anything, he will choose them. Number two, the weak. The people who are marginalized, father is not important, mother is not important, nobody knows them, very weak, they are member of God's who bought him. Then the base, the base, those who have no social class, they don't know how to dress, they don't know how to eat, if you give him a fork and a spoon to eat, he will pack it aside and wash his hands and use his hand. Base. They are members of God's who him. Then they despise people without honor. That is the first person God's who him. And he put them there to confront the mighty. So he's chosen the foolish to confound the wise. He's chosen the weak things to confound the mighty. He has chosen the best things and things that are despised. To bring to not those things which are. So you can see how God operates. By the Perez anointing, He moves those people from the back to the front. From the back to the front. From the back to the front. You now say, Pastor, how can I connect the Perez anointing? There are only five keys. And listen to me very, very carefully. Key number one. That you must find God. You must find God. You must have a personal encounter with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I didn't say you must find a church. It's important to find a church. I didn't say you must know the pastor. Because sometimes it's important to know the pastor. But you must find God and know God. He said, move near to me and I will move near to you. You must find God. And you must know the God that you find. So they that know their God shall be great and they shall do exploits. You must be close to God. Understand Him, understand His language. 
When you come to church, your greatest objective is to move close to God. We have prayers to pray in this area. Paul, after being called. Paul, after hearing the voice of God from heaven. Paul, after doing so many missionary journeys. Paul, after making impact for the gospel. Paul, after carrying out signs and wonders in the name of the Lord. Now, prayed again like this. So that I may know him. So if Paul is praying to know God more, at the level of anointing that he operated, it means that most of us don't know God at all. We first know the God whom we serve. That's the first thing. A lot of people come to church, they know the address of the church, they know the name of the pastor, they know the books, but they do not know the Almighty God. The moment you begin to test towards God, and hunger towards God, we will find him. He said, you will seek me and find me when you seek for me with all your heart. Not with half your heart. Not with the heart of repent today, change tomorrow. The first key is to find God. Until a man has found God, he has found nothing. Until a man has experienced God, he has really experienced nothing. Until a man knows God, he knows nothing. He may know mathematics. He may know music. He may know how to sing. He may know how to play instruments. He may know how to make speeches. But until he has found God, he knows nothing. That's the first key. Second key, that you must change your attitude. Change your attitude. A positive attitude will do you great wonders in your life. A positive attitude will remain positive no matter what is happening around them. A positive attitude will see challenges coming towards him or her as opportunities. A positive attitude will see all the setbacks as temporary inconveniences. A positive attitude are those who look at life and look at the positive side of life. If your attitude is bad, moving forward will be so, so difficult. The wrong attitude will push you far away from the anointing of parents. That positive attitude, your attitude, is more important than money. It's more important than circumstances. It's more important than what people think about you. Try and understand this, beloved. One area in which the enemy has dug deep into our life is the area of bad attitudes. Understand this very well, beloved. It is really not who you are that matters, but whose you are, who is your God. So you need to understand this very, very well. If you have the God of Perez backing you up, then no matter what, no matter how sluggish your journey has been, one way or the other, by a way that Goliath, Herod, Pharaoh do not understand, they will just move you from where you are to the front. Key number three. Is start from where you are and overtake. Start from where you are and then overtake. You don't just sit down in that your position and begin to grumble and moan. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving. Point number four. Step into the doors God is opening for you. Step into those doors. God may open doors for you and then you are too black, too worried to see it. And last but not the least, with violent faith and prayer, claim the Perez anointing. 
the anointing that moves the dejected and the rejected to the front, the anointing that moves somebody from the dungeon to the palace, the anointing that uses the spies to become a champion, the anointing that moves the one who is foolish to confound the wise, the anointing that moves the weak to confront the strong, use it to confront the zera that is facing you tonight. There are prayers to hear. And it's not prayer, you just pray in this place and keep quiet totally. For those who are tired of their position, and people are already even laughing at you, connect to the God of Perez and claim that Perez anointing and see what's going to happen. Jesus is here and his power and ability is here. The kind of power that changes story and changes positions. For those who are operating violent faith here today, and for those who will not give the enemy any alternative, that you will say that you want your position that has been stolen. All eyes closed. Why you say you are not born again? You have not to surrender your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, just raise up your right hand. And so what I'm going to say after say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you now. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Take control of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the kind of prayer that will move a man forward is the kind of prayer that Jacob prayed in the Bible. Unless thou bless me, I will not let you go. Unless thou bless me, I will not let you go. He continued for seven hours on the same prayer point until his wall of Jericho was identified. Is the kind of prayer Ben Bartimaeus prayed. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Anyone who is here tonight and you are really not expecting divine surprises, maybe you should keep quiet and let the others do the prayers. But for who know they are serving a God of signs and wonders, a God of miracles, they should cry to heavens for a change now. Perhaps the enemy has manipulated you to the back. Perhaps that which will make you great has been stolen. Perhaps that put your name down in the book of failure. Perhaps the more you struggle to move forward, the more difficult it becomes. Pray with reckless abandon. Pray with the spirit of I've had enough. Pray the kind of prayer that will make heaven to suspend all activities and then come to answer your prayers tonight. No matter what area of your life it is, that they push you behind, they push you behind, they push you behind, and they already convince you that it's too late. Don't agree. Pray the prayers of tonight. Can you shout this with boiling anger? Please don't let anybody's voice overshadow your voice. Say, Embargo of Darkness!
Let fear see you and run. Can you shout it loud? Shout it again! Shout it again! In the name of Jesus! Open your mouth and pray! Let the spirit of fear begin to depart. Depart, depart, depart. Spirit of fear, depart. Depart, 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 depart. Aha! In Jesus' name we pray. As you pray this prayer, leg holders. Those who hold legs. Leg holders of my father's house. Listen, the person wants to move. They hold your leg. Want to move to a good position. They hold your leg. Something is happening to somebody's legs over there. The serpent inside is running out. Hand holders of my father's house. You have to shake those hands too. All shakeable must be shaking. That's better. 
powers binding my celebration. Can I hear the sisters here shouting this? There is a sister that needs to pray this well. Sisters, your voice is not loud enough. Let the brothers roar like thunder. Everybody together now. Dad! In the name of Jesus. Yes. Jesus' name we pray. Father, I thank you for your children who have joined this program. Let your hand be upon them for good. Mobilize heaven to help their lives. By the time we meet again, let them become greater bundles of testimonies. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 And let us share the grace in fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Seven glorious hallelujah. Let's go. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brethren.